He's the kind of guy who would be a kid in school who reminds the teacher, like, hey, we didn't get homework yet. Like, <laughs> Shut the f- Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but you deserve. We're all levels of nerd are welcome long and epic wise. That's wow. all I'll have to say. About Ooh. That. Um, they said the age of heroes would never come again and that there was no Snyder cut. Here we are at the destination for this long eight year saga capped with years of hashtags, banners flown and thousands of dollars donated to suicide prevention. The film with so much drama in and off the screen. Today, maybe our faith can be restored a little when we discuss our marquee topic, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, we almost did no. it. I was like, no, that'd be bad. That's ruining it. Uh, no, uh, today, today's for today's for Justice League. Yes. Only for these heroes. Um, it's a long episode today, but so let's get into it quickly. My name is Tom. I'm Caitlin. Corey. And I am Josh, and this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks, like you get uh, early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes, episodes that nobody else hears. You get access to secret channels on our super secret but public Discord channel. You get discounts on merch. You get all sorts of fun stuff. You get what we call the Nerd On Nudge on our other weekly show, the Nerd On Update. And uh, yeah, so check that out. Uh, it does allow us to keep growing, to keep being the best that we can be, upgrading our content. Good stuff. It's good be stuff. Be the best that we can be. There it is. Uh, so wow, check that out. Nerdon.tv. <laughs> backslash Patreon. And also check out that Discord. Nerdon.tv oh. backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners. Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee have equipped us with these microphones, the hype mic, the ultimate podcasting microphone. Uh, can't recommend it enough. We use it for literally everything that we make um, currently yeah. in the pandemic. So do check it out. High quality. Use it on Mac, PC, iOS devices. It's a good time. Check it out. And also check out Odyssey headphones. We are using their LCD ones, uh, but... We also use their Mobius headphones, which is kind of mm-hmm. their gaming, also 7.1 headset. Sexy. Uh, They're it's, beautiful. It's, it's so of beautiful. the sexy. Um, <laughs> it yeah. is of the sexy. It indeed. is of the sexy, so check it out. Um, but yeah, if you like what you hear today, stop by. Rate and review us. Share us with your friends, your family, all of that good stuff. Uh, it it it. It's see when people find us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever there are ratings and reviews and they see other people saying things, they're like, oh, hey, I'm going to give this a shot. Just like that. And then we that are like out? cookie monsters. If <laughs> we like get a review, monster? if we get like an Apple podcast review, we're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, man, that's really good. And then you get another one. You're like, oh, oh, my God, this is delicious. So like the more of them we get, the more we are pleased as cookie monster. Yeah, I like it. Just saying, um, more sugar in our bodies. Yeah, yeah sugar. And uh, <laughs> one last piece of uh, housekeeping. 
going back to the Nerd On Nation, we are so very close to our next goal. Uh, once we reach that goal, you as the Nerd On Nation, members of the Nerd On Nation, will get to choose a topic for one of our episodes. So super close. Battle Head on over there if you are not a member, even as low as a dollar, up to $8. All sorts of fun stuff over there, so check it out. But that, that, that that's the housekeeping. Shall we get on to this hashtag Snyder cut? Let's get it on. This long, yes, this epic and long episode. I just got so to match the, the, the length, For a couple right? reasons. Well, a couple reasons it's going to be longer. First of all, this is an event. This is an yeah. event uh, of epic proportions, the fact that this even got made. But it's also four hours worth of content that we're discussing. Uh, it's not going to be twice as long as our usual ones where we cover no. two-hour movies. But it will be longer, so buckle up, strap in. It's going to be a good time. Have have a beverage next to you and enjoy, and you're hanging out with us. Um, with that being said, uh, this wouldn't be a normal, uh, you know, episode where we talk about a finished product if we didn't Ooh. go to our next two segments. Say what? Um, and the first one, um, which is fun because it it deals with the end of the show, yeah, which brings us. To guess that I invite anybody out there to make a theme song for that. It's never going to work. I don't invite everybody. Do you invite or do you do you plea? I plea. You plea. You plea. I don't plea. But what I would so love, he doesn't get this every time. I would love if they actually just downloaded our episodes and then like melody the different <laughs> versions. So it just Fair. turned into this like no. I, you I want, only want such technical wizard things just to happen. that every time. I just want that and then also Junkie XL to just give me some like random uh, like heavy metal that I was not expecting. Okay. Anyway, so everyone, if you're brand spanking new to the show, welcome. This is quite the episode to jump in on. Um if you're familiar this is quite the episode to jump in on. You fools! Uh, <laughs> now you're here! Um, but uh, uh, Guess That Grump is the segment where we are going to go around the digital screens. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should be, because you'd see all of our beautiful faces talking about this wonderful this film. This is the true true. Um, where we're going to go around and guess who's going to have uh, the lowest rating from one out of five. No matter how high the number is, because we try to keep it positive, the lowest one will be the grump for the week. And uh, since I always uh, explain it and I never get it wrong, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Do I'm going to go first. And I'm going to say I think the grump for this episode is going to be the one st- – Sticking her nose up in my face for no reason. Caitlin. <laughs> I knew you were going to choose me. I know most of you are, so. Caitlin? <laughs> I What's think... your vote? Who doth you choose? Who doth? I think it'll be Corey. Wow. What the heck? Why not? Why on earth would I choose me? you? Why not no, the guy because, with the uh, yeah, okay. shirt? Stop their fighting, Whose Josh. Whose branding is basically DC boy. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's true. Because Corey always goes last. Um, I do. It's time to take the notes, baby. I am going to pick Corey. I think a right. true chaotic neutral I feel would like really I Kate. No, I'm just no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm committing. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to pick Caitlin. I knew it. <laughs> Why, you fools? And I got something to let you guys know about. Are you sitting what? at home? Are you sitting at home right now being like, you fool, you should have picked Josh. 
Are you so certain that one of us should have picked John? Are you you're so fool. certain? Are you so are certain you, too? You certain, are you just I'm ripping right your now. shirt off because you're so mad that we didn't pick the person? <laughs> well, guess what? You can vote if you really want to join the Nerd on Nation. You could be the grass-fed Gatorade Guardians of Green Lantern, Green Lantern Guardians of Gahul Gas Grass-fed Grumper Guesser, and you could take part. And if you get it right, guess what? Come here. You get a shout out on the episode. Whoa. <gasps> Whoa. 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 But wait, Whoa. there's more. No, I don't think there is. But <laughs> That's um, actually it. But yeah. No, cool. but that's it. You get a, a shout out on the episode for getting it right because good on you. You know us better than I guess we know us. So with <laughs> that, the Nerd on Nation has spoken. We had a lot of votes this time around. Thank you all for that. Appreciate it. Makes our, remember that Cookie Monster thing before? Pretty similar. Uh, <laughs> but they have spoken. And the Nerd on Nation has guessed that the grump of this week's episode for Snyder Cut will be me, Corey. Hi. No. <laughs> there it is. Wow. So, wow. The, at the end of the episode, uh, it'll go like this. We will give our scores as such. Tom and Josh, duke it out uh, for going first. Then it's Caitlin. Then it's Corey. Wow. <laughs> so that's how we're... I have three. Caitlin has two. I feel so blessed right now. For those that are coming to the show for the first time, comic book things are normally not my cup of tea, so I'm a very easy target to choose for being the grump. Sure. So, But people apparently think that I don't love DC also. <laughs> I don't... Well, I, I, this I, one no, specifically. You this only one like specifically. Nightcrawler. That's it. Yeah, you I, only like Nightcrawler. Related. That's all like, you that's, like. That's it. If it ain't X-Men, it's <laughs> Uh, you, I, said, I feel like they think you, you'd be like me if you did if you didn't if I didn't have the bias. That's what it is. I think. I think. Mm, yeah. Mm. I think yeah, that that's probably might about be right. Um, so, with that being said, you heard the guesses. Now it's time to go to the complete spoilers of that. Are you ready? Because now uh, we're going to go to our initial reactions and our first impressions. Who would like to jump first? Buckle up. Buckle I will. Loose. Oh, it does. Was that you, Josh? No, no. I was just. I was. It was kind of oh. like an intro into the. Yeah. The, he was anyway, since y'all threw we me under vibing. the bus from their own nation, threw me under the bus. I would love to go first. So, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Initial reaction. Keep it short. I I'm mean, going to keep know. this yeah. short. If you want to hear about our uh, Snyder Cut experiences, go listen to last week's update because I believe we dove into those pretty hardcore. Was that no, the update? No, 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 oh, that's that our, last week. Join our extra. Patreon and you can listen to what we thought on the Nerd on Extra. Um, so. With that, I'll say this. Uh, I sat down uh, to watch the Snyder Cut in a pretty good mood. I had a really good morning, the, the morning it came out. Uh, so entered this really happy, really excited. I'm a fan of, of Snyder's work. I will say that. I'll go on record and saying when I saw 300 for the first time, it blew my fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> I, it was, I was like, this is a, you can do this? Uh, That's a thing. So I sit down for the, uh, I'm doing this in one, I'm like, I'm doing the four hour a marathon. I'm doing this in one one go. Uh, so I sit there and I think Tom probably got like 40 texts from me, like live texts as we're going through this, just being like, <gasps> I cried at parts, y'all. I got teared up. I um, I like outwardly, like loudly cheered for certain things. There were certainly, I was watching parts of it with with my wife uh, later. Uh, she saw my, my like first go around. She was in the house when it was happening because, you know, pandemic. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. And then when it would happen, I'd be like, yes, it happened. we get to see this. Uh, so all in all, I love this movie. Oh, ends right there. Okay. Very good. Uh, who I'll next? go next. Um, yes, please. 
So I got all prepped because I was going to do like the the like watch along with Zack Snyder and all that kind of stuff. But there at the time that I logged on, there were 27,000 people trying to watch it. And it was just like this circling wheel. So I was like, fine, press play on HBO Max. And I've got my I've got my Superman hat on. I'm like a little kid in my sleeping bag. I'm like, I am pumped. We got some food in and yeah, I ordered burgers never say die. <laughs> I ordered some Mexican food. It was so good. Um, uh, yeah. Nachos on hot Doritos. Anyway. Um, Whoa. I know. Um, it was such a fascinating thing because when I pressed play, I almost started crying. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's like we, we've said in the extra <laughs> and before, this is an event. And this is like a historical I think almost business changing event. And when I press play, I was like, holy shit, a man's vision is coming to life right now. And I get to experience it. And I press play and I choked up and, you know, going into it, I thought the plebeian that I am, I thought, man, this four, three is going to bother me. It's been like 20 years since I've seen a movie in four, three. I didn't notice it at all. I, I was watching it and I was like, there were so many moments that I was like, yes! Ah! And like yeah. moment like reveals, <laughs> like certain characters got more spotlight and it made me care about them. There were certain characters that I didn't like before that I was like, oh, they're different. Give me more. Oh, they're uh, different. I'll say that 4-3 thing, I, I was in the same boat. I was like, this is going to bite. Within the first five minutes... I was like, all right, it's gone. It's gone, baby. Yeah, like, I forgot. I did. When I first started it, I was like, oh, man. The, 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 so I had to adjust my contrast on my TV so it was a true black mm. because it wasn't, it wasn't exactly. And I was like, oh, okay. So I had to like dial it down a little bit. Like, all right, there we go. Lights off. I'm fine. Don't even notice it anymore. But yeah, it was just the, the, the whole experience of it. It was, I had watched um, the theatrical version like in the past couple of weeks too, just to have like a mm. reference point. And yeah. it was, it was interesting to, it was like right off the bat, like noticing things. And I was like this, it's kind of like when you watch the ultimate edition for the first <laughs> time of VVS and you're like, oh, oh, interesting. Oh, there was a movie here. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, Who knew? So, uh, all in all, I had a great time watching it the first time, and then the second time I had to spread o- spread out over a couple of days, but I was just like, the second time around, too, I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Kaylin. So, I have been on the road to Snyder Cut for <laughs> specifically this event because mm-hmm. I had never seen I had never seen Man of Steel I had never seen BVS you're welcome uh, I think the only thing I had seen was Aquaman that was like and it. Wonder, and Wonder, Wonder right? Woman's well, well yes we watched that for for this but the, I feel like that was also had you not seen the first one uh, not until we watched it for like the show oh wow so like everything yeah I think Aquaman and Shazam are the only things that I've seen that are DC that yeah, so this was this was an event, a life event. <laughs> um, Tom is grinning ear to ear right now. So and you never going, saw Justice League, right? No, no, I never saw. I never okay. saw the theatrical cut for this. That's okay. And after after the way. events of uh, 
BVS, I was like, yeah, what? I don't want to see the theatrical. I like, I never want to see the theatrical cut because I don't think that's even a movie. Um, Barely. So this was, this was a lot of movie. And it took me, like, I was very quiet and blank faced when we finished because I watched it with Tom and Nick. And he was like, what do you think? And I was like, I have a lot to chew on. I need to process. And then I left. <laughs> um, but I will say that it mixed, it had its, like, a little Lord of the Ringsy moment in there. And it made things feel more grounded for superheroes in a way that it hasn't for me in the past, which made me accept it more. Um, and, you know, there it was... It's good. I liked it. <laughs> Do we need to take a second so you're still processing? Um, well, I, I, I know we're going to dive into a lot of conversation later. So, And you said keep it short, so I'm like yeah. trying to be like, okay, not, not that. Okay, mm, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll round it out and then move on to our next two segments. Uh, yeah, I feel like... Uh, you were fetal in the, the sh- corner the whole time, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> All I had ten to- times he viewed it? <laughs> I, had, I had to keep no, my eyes open. he was back rubbing body oils all over him. So. <laughs> There's oh. no time for blinking, okay? You gotta just <laughs> keep it open the entire time. You're Turn yourself that? into a Powerpuff Girl. Clockwork <laughs> Orange, <laughs> like... <laughs> Old Lubid Van. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, um, I've, I've said this, I think, multiple times. And I've, I, it's like a little fun, but a little embarrassing to think. It's like, I feel like I've become a historian of like this this road to the Snyder Cut. Um, because, um, yeah, it just, the, 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 like Jeff Nimoy has said about his film Famous, like the off-screen story is also just as, epic and long and arduous and and cathartic at the very end it were like so much went on and happened and uh again I'll, i want to reiterate that i was never like zach snyder is like one of my favorite directors or i really like zach snyder i was like oh, he's a director like yeah. that's cool like he makes movies like it's rob rodriguez or it's like it. that it's like yeah i like him I'm like oh he's, he's doing the thing like sure. if zach snyder had an opportunity to be to do one of the star wars episodes like direct one episode i'm like that'd be dope um uh that's it but because of in a weird way that, how the 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 poetry of the internet of like he was like literally the like most hated director from 2015 to 2019 um and now is like getting his his flowers finally um of being like he's just a guy like he's just a guy and that's how he this is how he makes movies Mm-hmm. Um, there's no malice behind them. And now it's like, wow, there's like a wonderful character arc with a lot of people who are just like, yeah, maybe we should give him a chance. Like, yeah, you asshole. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, um, I first, so as Corey mentioned, uh, there was something, uh, on Thursday morning that we had to kind of, uh, prep for and be, it was important. And so responsibly mm-hmm. I couldn't watch the movie when it first dropped at midnight on the day. On HBO Max, um, I had watched the red carpet premiere um, with Kevin Smith and Zack Snyder, which was really fun. And you got to see like pe- like members at large of the fandom participate. And Kevin Fisher Smith pers- is if you want to hype anything, get Kevin Smith in your corner because yeah. the dude knows how to hype something. Yeah. Um, and, and then also be, uh, he's he's contagiously exciting. And then also shout out to uh, uh, Cora, who uh, she. 
DIT'd on t- on one of my uh, films, and uh, she edited the virtual premiere. So that was pretty cool. Whoa. Um, and uh, yeah, so I watched the virtual premiere, and then uh, I was like, okay, I have to be up by like 9 o'clock so I can do this thing. I got to shave and look all good. Um, and I was like, do I, do I start it? Do I do this to myself or, where I know I can't finish <laughs> yeah. it? And then I was like, yes, of course I do this to myself. I hate myself. And I turn on the, I turn like, on the, the, the movie and I was like, I'll do 30 minutes. And then after that, I was like, after 30 minutes, I'm like, I, I can't stop here. I got to do the next 30 minutes and another 30 minutes. And, and then two and a half hours goes by. It's three o'clock. I'm like, oh, I have to wake up in five hours. And then I like, I just, <laughs> I go away and go to bed. And then I finished the film, um, after the meeting and, and uh, it was, I, I I loved it. And I was just like, I can't talk about it. I have to just wait for people to like, just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be a jerk. That's going to post spoilers on the internet. Um, and then after that, I had the same uh, screener or, or, or uh, live watch party with Zack Snyder that Josh did. And I started again. So I was like, let me make food for an hour and then let me jump back in. And uh, <laughs> I watched it again. And then I've watched it. I think almost, almost once a day um, at this point, um, because it's at this point where like I'm kind of petitioning and fighting that we do get more of it. Um, so yeah. I got to get that play count up, baby. Um, and uh, I'd be lying if I didn't have it playing right next to me right now. Um, so <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, it's something that like, yeah, of course, it, 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 in the way I will say it like this, it's like it's four hours. But for me, watching it doesn't feel like it. You will see the clock turn. But like Tom, now also, you feel like every Lord of the Rings fan has felt yeah, in the past true. twenty years. That's yeah. wild. I mean, yeah. I felt the same way with Lord of the Rings too. I was like, no, when it's a good story, it shouldn't be fettered by yeah. a runtime. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Well, the, the yeah, the folly is just like <laughs> theaters and exhibitionists being like, well, we can't have a movie theater running twenty four hours. We'll lose runtime, and also the box office means something. And it's like, well, if it doesn't Turn have to over. be anything, they could just tell yeah. good stories. Um, so I obviously it goes without saying like I vastly enjoyed this film. Uh, it's not even that it's superior than the theatrical because it is, but it's that it goes without it saying takes, it takes its time. It's it's something that like I feel like it creates for the history of these first time of these characters being on screen. It treats it as if it's supposed to be this grandiose epic feeling moment, and it is this long journey, and everyone gets their day in the sun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I love it. And I really like how at the beginning when it first dropped off, uh, on the, on the internet and everyone started tweeting the lines of Jor-El, it's like people, they will stumble, they will fall, but they will follow you to the sun. And it's like, this film kind of changes how people like can imagine what a yeah. comic book movie, I won't say a superhero, a comic book movie can be like. And so like, you don't have to have capes and cowls to be like, you like Lord of the Rings? Make it like that. Make it epic. Make it world lived in and lore driven and all that stuff. It's like it could be with all that stuff. You can do yeah. it with any type. That's why of I like Logan. Yeah. Um, um, I'll say real quick before we jump into the next parts of our show. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I was talking with my wife about this the other day. It's pretty cool that we've we've got to experience, especially with this show being around when it has two major movie events uh within the the comic book world uh in the last few years with Endgame and now this um there hasn't been anything i mean obviously for va- vastly different reasons why they're they're mm. you know kind of uh historic movies but it's really cool to see 
these types of films that when I was a kid would have been scoffed at be these groundbreaking historic, the world watches kind of films. I just, I, I was, you know, uh, pontificating upon that the other day. And I just, I think it's, I think it's really wild that this is the second time that I've been watching something and been like, this is history. This is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good time to be a nerd. Yeah. So enjoy it and celebrate it. Um, so yeah, with that, um, you kind of know a little bit of our numbers ratings based on that. Maybe. Be a little coy, Maybe. We'll go into our next two segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then our production. production. And who will be giving that to us, please? Brief synopsis would be me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against this newly awakened enemy. Despite the formation of an unprecedented league of heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash may be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. Oh, I was like, oh, that was brief. I was like, ready for the next part. Uh, Our production. So then I've got the production. I've got it. I definitely have it pulled up here. I definitely wasn't on Patreon looking at the... Not <laughs> at all. Guess no, that no, no, no. Ago. All right. Uh, for Snyder Cut. All right, here we go. Wow. Production Snyder. distributed by HBO Max, known for uh, Wonder Woman 1984, Judas and the Black Messiah, and the soon-to-come Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Baby. Baby. I can't wait to cover that. Uh, director Zack Snyder, known for Sucker Punch, Army of the Dead, Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, which I had to throw in our guest that grumper. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, producers, uh, Charles Roven, known for The Dark Knight Rises, uh, The Great Wall, Uncharted. Deborah Snyder, known for Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Writers, Screenplay. Screenplay? Screenplay. Screenplay, also known as a screenplay, by Chris Terrio. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, Argo, Star Wars, The La- uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, so he's got quite a bit under his belt. Uh, story by Chris Terrio, uh, known for Book of Kings and Heights. What is Book of Kings, Tom? Uh, if, I if think you could enlighten his, me. I think it's his first film that he ever <gasps> did the story for. That's pretty dope. That's it. Um, Will Beal, am I saying that right? Beal? Yes. Okay. Uh, known for Aquaman, Gangster Squad, and The Castle TV Show. Cast, Ben Affleck, known for Live by, uh, Live by Night. Live by Night? Live by Night. Live the by Accountant night. and Argo. Henry Cavill, a boy. Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, Enola Holmes, and Night Hunter. Amy Adams, known for Enchanted, Arrival, Nocturnal Animals. This cast keeps going. Ray Fisher, known for Batman vs. Superman, Donna Justice, True Detective, uh, Women of the Movement. Gal Gadot, known for Wonder Woman. Ralph, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, or Ralph Breaks the Internet. Between Two Ferns, The Movie. Uh, Harry Lennox, known for Ray, Matrix Reloaded, The Blacklist. Ezra Miller, known for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We need to talk about Kevin and the perks of being a wallflower. Jason Momoa, known for Conan the Barbarian, Aquaman, and Dune. Diane Lane, known for Under the Tuscan Sun, Inside Out, an upcoming Why the Last Man. Willem Dafoe, known for Spider-Man, Speed 2, Cruise Control, and The Lighthouse. Uh, J.K. Simmons, known for Spider-Man Trilogy, Whiplash, and Jennifer's Body. Uh, Joe Morton, known for Terminator 2, Eureka, Scandal, and Jeremy Irons, known for Red Sparrow, Aragon, Die Hard with a Vengeance, my boy Scar. Uh, Release date was March 18th, 2021. Wait, that was just a few days ago. 
Oh my gosh. The runtime was 242 minutes. Uh, budget gross, a little complicated. Uh, it's it's noted as 70 million, right? Which is what was used for the uh, completion of the film. Uh, but it used footage from the $300 million budget. So it's somewhere in between those two. Uh, so we'll just call it 370. Uh, Rotten Tomato score, 74% critics from 209 users and a huge 96% audience from 25,000 plus users. Oh my Lord. It's a lot of names on that production list, y'all. It's a lot. It's a lot of people, and uh, there's a lot of special thanks. Uh, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, Chris Terrio Ter- is uh, noted for the screenplay. Also for Batman vs Superman. If you listen to that episode, I flubbed it up, and I didn't mention him, but he's oh. in there, and so we should give him his flowers. I just want my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. I want to take a moment for that deep cut of the Count of Monte Cristo with Henry Cavill, like mm. one of my favorite movies, and I always forget that he's. <laughs> he's in that, and I'm like, oh, it's Little Cavill. Yeah, so they could have done Stardust as well. How he's a douchebag in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then Charlie Cox, Daredevil, beats him up. Um, it's but a uh, good oh, movie, y'all. Stardust <laughs> is like Robert De Niro is my favorite. It's like, but this didn't have this didn't this shouldn't be this good. Well, these things usually don't exist. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, just like Corey was saying, it's a long production list, and one of the things, one of my favorite stories I want to share is something I saw, obviously, on the internet because I spent too much time on it. Hmm. Um, and Gail Simone, we all? if you don't know who Gail Simone is, she uh, co-created or fully created uh, Ryan Choi, uh, the character that we see for the first time in this film, The Atom. And for kind of the run of release of Snyder Cut, she didn't like go after Zack Snyder or any of the people who were for the Snyder Cut, but she wouldn't uh, pull any punches making fun of fans and all that stuff. And at the end, she said, it means a lot when a director gives the credit to the people who created it. So, like, there's a very long list of all the people in there. So, like, notable people like Jeff Johns, John Bogdanov, uh, Mark Wolf- Wolfman. All uh, the creators these of. Creators of these characters and the stories. And uh, Gail Simone was one of them in there. And she said how much she loved it and she's like i've never really been into the dc films before but this was like justice league and you know these these it just touched her in a way where it was kind of interesting it's like again making a believer or something and i don't want to shine the spotlight of like someone who didn't believe in it in such a long time but again it's that interesting uh character development that you see on the internet of like i don't want it it doesn't exist oh my god it's the best thing i can't believe i'm so sorry that i (laughs) doubted it in the first place and it's like (laughs) vindication a lot of vindication um with that we'll go into finally now our spoiler full we'll talk a little bit obviously uh we'll do our favorite parts our favorite characters there's a lot of characters uh our qualms and finally our rating so, uh, where do we, where do we, where do we start? Uh, favorite parts? Where and, do we, yeah, favorite parts is where we start, Tom. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> do we just talk about the ideology Tom of Tom got so film? excited he forgot the structure of our show just now. Yeah, well, it's just exactly like, what happened. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, there, there's so much to talk about and there's so much, I don't know, it's weird. There's a, uh, there's a lot, obviously a lot of emotions. Sure. I'm not, I'm kind of compromised, but yeah. uh, who wants to go first? I do. Okay. I loved it so much when Diana was making tea and Alfred just couldn't leave it alone. It was like, could you just, if you, 
Okay, but if he's da- Alfred's dadding it up right there, like he's he dadding was, it up so hard. And she's and like, then, "Do you want any?" He was like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You do. Don't, just let it. You've let it mash. Messed up the tea. I don't want <laughs> any of that. No, he's like <laughs> legit teaching her. But like, I've had my dad do that all the time, where he's like showing me how to cook something. I go, "Well, do you want one?" And he's like, "Oh no, no, no. I'm I'm full." And you're like, yeah. well, then, and then, and then her face when it's happening, when she's like looking down, she's like, "Okay." And then when she comes in later, like when they when they come back, and then he sees her and he's like, "Hmm, I like I taught her how to make tea, right?" She knows. But also within that same scene when he's testing that that um that gauntlet Gauntlet. thing, and he's like, "Oh, you should step aside," and you can kind of see in a moment where she's like, like, "Just a." Uh, <laughs> I could take it, but sure, yeah, I'll, I'll step aside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I love how it's kind of like Alfred is kind of at this point where it's like I've made tea so much, and he's telling a five thousand year old Amazon how to make tea, but also mm-hmm. like it's him right. because that's all he's ever done has been of service to someone else and and care for other people. So he wants to make sure that they don't you know falter, right? Um, but then to that point where it's like he doesn't realize really like. Well, yeah, Master Wayne thought of this idea. And he's like, she's like, really? Did he? Because obviously it saved him in Batman vs. Superman. So yeah. he's like, it might be smart for me to have something that fights against people who could shoot beams out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then see, she suggests the fucking... I'm, the, the I'm wondering if I heard this yeah, correctly. Black. Um, when When Batfleck is introducing mm-hmm. the rest of the Justice League to... Yeah, he says, I work for him. Yeah, okay, yeah. This I is Alfred, like, I work for him. Yeah, I was like... You did not mishear that, and no. I rewound it three times, and I text Tom about it. And I was like, I, <laughs> "You all know how much I love Alfred." Okay, <laughs> that that just goes to show of how well we are evolving, and how much more we realize that the relationship between Alfred and Bruce is like so wonderful and cool that they deserve the play on words like that. Mm-hmm. And like, it is that like I it, like I, I to me I take it as like I work for him as in like. He keeps me honest, but also, like, I don't be Batman if I have no one to protect yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, just, and yeah. it's just, y'all, I said it, I think I said it in our BVS episode, but this is my Alfred. This <laughs> this Alfred. Oh, yeah. Man, Jeremy Irons. I had a soft spot for Jeremy Irons before oh, yeah. these movies came out already. Uh, so when he was cast, and just how capable he is, and, like, I, don't, I I I love him. I love their relationship hat. in this. Like getting to getting to you know when he when he picks him up uh, in <sighs> like the Arctic and he was like maybe we could catch the king tide in Jamaica or somewhere tropical. <laughs> no Fiji. All right. Yeah. Uh, I would totally. Nice. I think somebody mentioned it in one of our previous episodes. I would totally take a like Taken style Al- Alfred film. Oh, <laughs> I want it. I want it so badly. Hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> um I'll go I'll go next. Um I mean you guys know. I mean you listened to two episodes before Man of Steel. Superman. I mean the not just Superman. Sup- Superman. Not just Flight 2.0. It, it was the use of him in this movie. Like let me let me focus on that word. The use of him, like actually using him more often than in the Justice League it was like he's alive. Where did he go? League. The Maybe Justice League. Let's make sure. Um, he's alive. Where'd he go? Oh, now he's here. In this one, it was like, oh, man, there's like, there's some development. There's like, oh, man, he's making a decision again. And like. The, pa- the part where they're talking about like uh, reinstating and then they're all like, who's going to bring it up? Are we all thinking of the same thing? And then Cyborg shoots it. And then we finally see that holographic. And then, but they play the theme. It was just like, to your point, like how they 
again, it's Superman that expands this world and is the driver that says, like, all these people existed, but because Superman's there, now everyone has a beacon of, like, we didn't know Batman existed. We didn't know Wonder Woman existed because they all been hiding. They're all in their own spots. But Superman was, like, the beacon. Yeah. So, um, so my favorite part with with Superman specifically is, I mean, he said his basically his hellos to his mom and and Lois, mm-hmm. and he goes and the to the Fortress of Solitude, good. and he's hearing his dad's talking, oh. and the fucking suit. Uh, I was just yeah. like, when he's over the, oh, specifically over the, the planet different suits, all the different suits that come out. Yeah, oh, when it, specifically when exciting. he he blasts up and he like soaks up the sun and he's standing and he's flying over the planet. I'm just like, and then at the final battle when he comes in and he just he hits gets hit with the axe and he just goes not impressed because for me yeah. it's like Psh, in the that comics moment when he slaps the freezes it and slaps it to pieces like that. I that was one of those moments I talked about where I was like, ooh. It's terrifying. Um, but I mean, like in the comics, I, I personally feel like Superman has a slight wry sense of humor. And like in that moment, he's like not impressed. You're just like, let's see what you did there. You made a funny, funny joke. It <laughs> yeah, was just like intimidating as hell. Too. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, this guy, he just comes in and ass. whoops ass. Yeah. And well, the thing whew. I like about that is that he's smiling the entire time. Right. And so it has this very different storytelling of like Man of Steel where he's like, I'm doing it desperately to save my mother and then also desperately to stop the end of the world. And then in BVS, he's like kind of almost running for his life when he fights. Um, mm-hmm. And here it's like, it is Superman that people, da, 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 like people remember the, the purest quote unquote of like, he's at full control of his power and he understands the cost and what it means to be Superman. Yeah. Cause he's, point. Uh, I, I liken it to the comic uh, birthright mm-hmm. birthright. Birthright, in, Mark Wade. Yeah, uh, he has to make the decision. Like he's hide in hiding the whole time, and then he's using his powers every now and then. But then he makes the decision to be like, "I am Superman," and it's like he was always very powerful. But when you step into your power, everybody step aside because you cannot hold this this man. Everybody back. wins when you step into your power. Everybody wins. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's he it's embraces. I am Superman. And comes in. Woo. Uh, I mean, that 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 whole Superman whooping ass scene was great. But for me, it's the setup and payoff of Flash. Mm. Uh, from oh, the resurrection yeah. being like, you know, when I go that fast, funny time oh, is funny. Oh my god! Time works funny, and the you know the mother box, you know, coming back out and then touching back in is the is the setup. And then the payoff is is the flashpoint essentially at the end, where he he's able to to play with time and and reverse his his mistake and like the sp- you know me and dad stuff. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's talking to his dad and he's like, "Your son is one of the the best great of the ones." Best. Yeah, and then you're like, "Oh man!" Like that, I I was teared up that entire flat and the way they did the the look of it like the speed force and and like tom has mentioned like in the trailers like he's he's creating ground to run on how is this happening now we know now we know what's happening uh and it was it was absolutely wonderful and obviously it's a setup for the movie which is flashpoint movie but the music they use for that i'm like i don't know if we might talk we don't usually talk too much because like we we don't have all day to talk about the movie, but like music is obviously like an understated thing about films, but like the music for flashes and the guitar, just like the slapping yeah. of the guitar, din, 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 like during the justice league suite. And so it's like, this is the flashes version of it. And it's like, yeah. 
Oh, and like, but so he's like, a part of the. Ju- he's like officially like he's in it now. He's yeah, part. and like the performance, I just really imagine because like it's it gives you that like this is a strenuous thing for him and that like it breaks the whole like well if you're the Flash you could just run back in time and fix it. It's like it takes a lot out of him and he mm-hmm. really has to concentrate and he doesn't like doing it. It's just break and like he breaks his one rule. He's got to do and like that whole moment of him charging up like you didn't get that in theatricals. You just got brunch jokes and I was that's just what, like that's what oh I what I want to say is like it was. Talking about Cyborg too, but like oh my God. using like when that happened, when that moment happened, when the explosion happens and he stops, like put his hand up. I was like, I had to pause it, and I was like, Are they about to do? Are they gonna <laughs> fucking use oh, Flash? I'm like to see him. He is so too. powerful. He is so. Yeah. Are they gonna show me and the rest of the oh, world boy. how pa- powerful he is? <gasps> They're doing it. Yeah, and like, they, I mean, here's they fixed uh, Snyder fixed Flash. I even text Tom this. I was like, get that fucking Wheaton brunch shit out of here. Well, this is not that Flash. Snyder fixed it. Is that Wheaton ruined it? And then Snyder sure, like, sure, sure, this sure. is how it's supposed to be. But it, this came out it, to me. It was fixed. It was fixed. <laughs> maybe, maybe correct the wrongs, right? Uh, the, and what what solidified this for me was the moment at Clark's grave. Mm. Uh, where him and Cyborg are having a moment. They're kind of joking. He's like, you know, we can do this in a second, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this moment of silence. And then Barry Allen just goes, he was my hero. And you're like, oh, damn. God damn. He's just a kid. <laughs> like he's like, it, it just like to Caitlin's point, like this humanizes heroes in a way that we haven't, haven't seen at least, at least in the DCEU yet uh, to this effect, rather. I'll say that to this mm-hmm. effect. Um, and that, that moment, for me, where he's talking about Superman being his hero was was great, and there's even a, a uh, an allusion to it. the The jacket he wears, that Flash wears, is a nod to Christopher Reeves' Superman. Uh, he wears the same jacket in in his movie. It's a uh, red a few, flannel, yeah. And it's interesting that when Superman comes comes back to life, he wears also wears a red flannel. Mm-hmm. And when there's if you there if you go on Instagram right now, all oh, folks, if you go to Zack Snyder's Justice League, I think it's the fan account um, on Instagram, you'll see a side by side comparison or like a you know a parasol uh, a carousel um, of Henry Cavill in red flannel hugging Diane Lane, in and then if you field. and then you swipe over, you see Christopher Reeve hugging his mom, and it's exact like they're in the cor- they're in the field wearing the red Same flannel, framing. son, d- mother. It's yeah. I was like. That like and to me that again that's like the thing of like Zack Snyder of like he is operating on a level he's like he understands the the uh the lore the the history the the love and adoration like how like like Josh was mentioning in our Man of Steel episode like he painstakingly like thought of how can we get red trunks on this guy in the modern time we don't like it just doesn't make sense and yeah. so it's not like it's like oh this guy doesn't care about the source material like there is a love for the source material you can't make this without loving the source material so it's it's just uh awesome uh I I want to bring up obviously uh to me uh and then what as, as Zach has said the heart of the film and that's Ray Fisher uh, yes, cyborg oh my god I <laughs> I hate it I hate how good it is <laughs> I hate how good it is like because. It's crazy, and I and it's it's kind of like this weird thing. Again, Zack Snyder's stuff ages so well, um, and Cyborg as a character has this the same way aged so well. Where like I I make the uh, analogy that Molecule Man in the Marvel universe was like a garbage villain, and then like by the seventies and eighties they're like 
Molecules are really important. Like, he's not a dumb villain. He's a really powerful villain. And then now, Cyborg, it's like, oh, he's whatever. He's just a black dude with some you know, robotic stuff. It's like, now it's like, no, like, we don't talk about, like, the black uh, American experience. And also, he's a kid who had his entire life in front of him. And also, he's the master of all digital technology in the world. I was going to say, in the, in the digital age, that's... He's the ab- big. Yeah, he's the absolute <laughs> yeah. master of the world of ones and zeros. And I was like, that is a, like a heavy burden, again, on a kid in high school. And um, I love like how it opens up, how he is a hacker. He's not just some dumb jock. And he's helping out his friend who lost their house. And the mother, and there's that line, it's like, Miss Stone's like, Dr. Stone. I'm like, mm, get that shit. And then she's like, what have you done to help that child out? And then and it's like... like yeah, like, but, that's where it comes down to. And, like, that's my big thing is that, uh, like, my big crux, and if anyone has, l- like, learned anything from these dramatized shows about crime, is that crime exists because the current system doesn't work and that the system doesn't help out its people. Um, and so you have Cyborg who's, like, r- you know, sees that before he even becomes, like, Victor Stone sees that before he's, yeah. he's even Cyborg. And so now we have the heart of the film surrounded, like, this is, like, double up as an origin story for cyborg. And it's filled with the struggle of, you know, your parents who are trying to interpret like at a really tough time in your life, like how they love you and how they show their love. And then the absence of that support in your life and how it leads you down a path. And like, also it's crazy how that became later on, like the flagship. And if not like the, the, the call to action, for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention of you are not alone, uh, you are not broken, and you are not alone. And I just love how that was later on, like, in the shot where Batman picks up the Flash and you see that billboard, and it's like, of course, you would use this film as a lightning rod to talk about this invisible war that no one else sees in everyone's life that we all wish we had better ways to talk about and we could only spread more awareness that it is a real thing. And, like, the the scene, they cut out... um, the actress who plays the the single mother waitress. Yeah. They cut oh. that out. You How saw are that you going to cut you see that, that on Twitter? out? Like, oh, my God. You see her on Twitter? Yeah. Did no, she, I followed her tweet- and I like, yeah. I did not. So what she happened? She tweeted out. She was like, hey, I don't have any way to watch this. Can anyone tell me if I made it in the movie? I'm the <gasps> single mom in a montage. And Ray Fisher retweeted. And he was like, yes, you're in it. You're lovely. You're talented. You're beautiful. Like, oh. it was it was so wonderful to see. And so many people responded to her tweet just being like, yes, you were. it was heartbreaking. It was great. Like, what an important part of this, this character's development you are. Like, it was just a ton of support. It was really beautiful oh. to see. Yeah. Um, like, shout right. out to Ray Fisher. Like, oh, Ray I don't want to go ahead. Finish your point. I want to say something about Ray Fisher. Real like, quick. I, I love like, again, it, and also it's the heavy burden of like the, the, the hard thing you'll do. Like when Silas is talking to his son is like, it's not Joe. Also Joe Morton, give him his flowers. He is such a good dad. And so, like, it, I'm like dad figure. I don't know. He's a good father for the first half of the movie, but like he later on, you know, tries to repent for it. But like, he he also his, that moment when when his dad is like trying to walk you that it's fake and then he sees his son walk in with the mm-hmm. justice thing he's and like he sees him actually it's real yeah. nobody come in here until <laughs> actually, I say so get out leave go, and, go oh, down just, never it's mind one of those moments where you're like <laughs> that for, I know it's like a, such a silly small thing but that like really touched me that he did that he was yeah. like nope 
nobody come in. It's real. Yeah. And, and but it's just like, no words spoken. Just, but like it, it, he, Joe Morton plays that. Like, I understand if you can't forgive me, but at least try to listen to me. And like, yeah. Father twice over all that. But like the, I love the, the cautionary tale of like your, the difficulty for you is not to use the power. It, it is not to, that you have the powers that you have, like not trying to use it. It's like, you'll be able to see everything. And it's like, you have the control of all of our nuclear weapons. Yeah. You have the control of the entire, like, uh, currency and all the exchanges. And you can literally do everything at the tip of your fingers. And I was like, like, that is a heavy burden. I mean, just to Josh? add on to that, just before Corey goes about Ray Fisher, but just that final, semi-final scene when he's inside the, the box. And oh. I am a sucker for the message of you are not broken you are not incomplete oh, like yeah. that message will break me every time and <laughs> i'll just like <laughs> and he just like he steps into his power in that moment and like and it's like uh, uh yeah anyway um i do want to mention one thing and i, I hope again like i know Corey will talk about it when i'm going to say when ray fisher gets his film gets his own film and he has to go into the internet or the the tech world again I hope they continue what I think they're aiming for in this film is that at the beginning, whenever he's in it, he's still in his Gotham jersey. And then finally at the end, he you see him as his cyborg self. And it's him like accepting himself. And so like when he like when he's showing like how the Nazis found the first the first mother box of man, um, he's still in the jersey. And then during that point where he's in the mother box, he's still in the jersey and then finally makes a turn. And again, it's that decision of like, I'm not uh, broken. I'm not alone. And like he's in a cyborg form, and I'm like, yeah, that'll that like that's a visual conveyance of like his development and character and acceptance of himself. And it's like, oh my god, again, that whole ah, you can make a whole uh, you can make a whole movie out of this. It's so good. Yeah. So Corey, uh, Ray Fisher, um, obviously, it's a lot to un- unpack with the whole story w- with what <sighs> happened there, but they're wrong for that. First of all, uh, th- he's been since removed from the Flash film one way or another. I Which don't know is the also wrong. Of that. I actually, I can someone that, give but. me the short summary of it? I kind of know something happened, but I don't know what. Essentially, he came forward uh, to talk about how there was a lot of mistreatment on set by uh, a few key figures such as Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, empowering Joss Whedon's... Uh, um, Abusive behavior. Abusive behavior on mm. set uh, and, and his demeanor, overall demeanor. There was accusations of... Um, you know, digitally lightening skin of certain actors and stuff like that and, and threatening with his job. And eventually Warner Brothers led an investigation. I don't think anything really came of it. Uh, and they have since kind of tried to bury Ray Fisher's career and wow. removed him from the Flash film. And all the while he's been promoting uh, a- a accountability over entertainment or accountability is greater than entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this movement has gotten a lot of uh, traction and a lot of support from, uh, I believe Zack Snyder and Jason Momoa and, and the likes. Um, and so with this, I have said it, uh, for a long time. And I said, I hope Snyder cut since it was announced, I said, I hope Snyder cut is so good that Hollywood cannot ignore Ray Fisher. They cannot, they, they cannot bury his career. And I believe this has done just that seeing, what people are saying, not only about his character, especially, I mean, not only here, but on the internet and everywhere else about how, you know, he was the heart of this film and how important it was and how, how his performance was just so, uh, 
wonderfully acted and 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 the spectrum of his emotion and everything like that. Uh, I think, I think, and I'm I'm crossing my fingers that it has done just that because for me it has. If I never see Ray Fisher or anything else, I'll be upset because he's so wonderfully talented. Uh, the 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 scenes with you know in in the car with him and his mom was wonderful. Like I, I just I just it's my big takeaway from from the Snyder Cut. I was like if if anything happens, I hope it's that Ray Ray Fisher's career is is too good Blossom. to ignore. Yeah. Um and also just that part in the car, like his turn of like being upset. And like I felt that. Like when someone's trying to reassure you and tell you that the world's not as bad as you feel it is and then you can't help but like cry anyways. Um yeah. But also, and this thing I also, I, I, he, he posted about it and I said, I hate this, um, is that when the car comes and ultimately uh, takes away his mother and his body, um, he's using his hand to like try to protect his mom yeah. in the same way that later on he's trying to, you know, bring up his hand to protect his dad. And ultimately it does nothing. Yeah. Um, and so there's like this tragedy, but it's also like the parallel of performances that's like, oh my, like I talked about in the Dark Knight trilogy of like Bruce Wayne, if you watch the films, always by the third act is getting harmed in the same like gut side. And it's like, when you see those repetitions, your brain, your lizard brain is seeing those patterns and being like, this person is this way. And so it's, it's, I was just like, oh, I, ah, ah, it's, I hate, it's so good. So good. And like, ah, like his teardrop, but like, anyways. So yeah, there's so much to talk about. Like one thing I want to talk about and I'll pass the mic is I might be in the minority and I'm totally cool with being in the minority of this. I really adore the flash like intro scene and the song used throughout the entire time. Like, I don't know why, but it made me cry a lot. And I was just like, it was like, I can't recall off the time I have, which, which song is it? It's called the siren song. Um, okay. and it just has a piano and it's when oh, yeah, he's yeah, saving yeah, yeah. Iris. Yeah. And it's, it's like, uh, the part it ends on is, uh, uh, hear me now, hear me now, or let me hold you kind of thing. And it was just like, this like, wonderful beautiful moment and if like every every character gets a song that kind of tells you what their emotional state is um it's like almost like why do they feel like this is a more effective music video than most music videos i've seen in the last 10 years (laughs) like like it, it, it expresses an emotion it tells you a character and then also tells you the action and then what happens within that action like and so like i i absolutely loved it also there's a fun easter egg in there the hot dog stand Oh, the hot dog stand that gets blown up is Granny Goodness Hot Dogs, and Granny Goodness is one of the new gods uh, that works oh. for Darkseid. The 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 company on the truck. Here's another Easter egg in that scene. Is called Gardner Fox. Oh. Uh, it's G A R. Yeah, Gardner Fox. For those of you who don't know, is a comic book creator who actually formed the Justice League. Hmm. Uh, he's he's passed away since, but uh, so it was a little homage to to him on on the truck, which I thought was was really wonderful. I, I enjoyed that scene. I thought that was really, uh, I loved the the way the glass broke and and I, the, the thing that got me in that scene was, and I know we saw it in the trailer when he moves his feet and mm-hmm. his shoes just tear apart, yeah, uh, because they're not made for moving that quickly, much like his suit is, you know, com- very competitive ice skating suit, um. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed that scene as well. Other favorite uh, parts, Caitlin. I feel like we've taken over the. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, my brain is like blank slated just because okay. so much information has been coming out. Go you ahead, if some you have another parts? one. Oh, right. I got Steppenwolf's fight with the Amazons, man. Oh, Here, this is the oh. first part I I cried. The first part I got teared up and choked up on was during this fight 
when the mother box when he shows up and the mother boxers and then and then the queen says amazon show him your fear and they all just go we have no fear and i was like Oh my God, I love the Amazon. And I'm, so I'm going to say like this, and I'm taking this. I love him. I'm taking this that term. Hit me. I'm taking this term from Rob Liefeld, and he says sandals and swords, and uh, swords and sandals, and it's like Zack Snyder really kind of paved the way for that with 300. Because later on after that, you got Immortals with Henry Cavill, you got uh, Wrath of the Titans reboot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so of course, and, and that's the kind of the thing where it's like, oh, how does Zack going to do the Amazons? Because this would be the first time he has done it. Like we. We had BVS and then we had Wonder Woman. And so we saw Themyscira and we saw Connie Nielsen. We saw Antiope. Um, mm-hmm. But how would Zach do it? And you you're kind of think like, well, no shit. The guy did 300. Of course he would know how to make a island full of women who are warriors who are like thousands of years old. The most terrifying but also cool and badass. Yeah. And to me, it's very like, I, f- I think, and this is from a male's point of view. So I'd want Kaylin to weigh on this. Like, I thought it was handled really, really well because you had different level like different armor different outfits for people so like and i just kind of harken back to like the fragile toxic bullshit behavior of like last of us part two and people being pissy at abby uh because she was like she was she was a buff girl and this you were allowed to have the buff women with the women who were the archers wearing leather with the commanders who are wearing armor and so like it's a multifaceted society where everyone's were like like shown well, and in the theatrical Justice League, you only see the buff women, and so mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't feel like it's a, one, a good interpretation or like representation of it. And here it's like, oh my god, like I could see a whole like that's what I actually think. It's like a miniseries called Themyscira, like Xena. I think would yeah. be dope yeah. as shit. Yeah, like the legends of Themyscira. Like I oh. mean. As long as Lucy Lawless is in it. If we're talking about the, oh <laughs> that would be fine with me. Uh, the the sealing the doors, oh, having yeah. to blast out those giant poles with the hammers. Like for those of you that have trained with like weights and doing uh, hit workouts and stuff, sometimes they'll hand you that sledgehammer <sighs> and you hit the tire or whatever. But like seeing that go your ladies like. <laughs> Ab muscles, a thousand abs for miles. That's yeah. so much. Many work, of those, y'all. many of those women are um, CrossFit athletes. Yes, of right. course I they are. I, I, they're ripped. At the time, <laughs> I was ripped. doing CrossFit, and I followed There's... many of them because they were in like CrossFit games and all that kind of stuff. And oh yeah, they're I, I yeah. thousands but, of miles. But let me abs let me say said. something real quick, just for ladies yeah. that like want to work out but they're always worried that like oh no i'm gonna gain muscle mass do you know how long it takes to get ripped like that years it takes so much work longer than i want it to take it takes forever (laughs) you have to be so on top of your diet like are you gonna gain a little muscle mass yes but to get to that like to be a buff buff woman that's yeah. some work. So don't worry that you lift, a, you know, some 15 pound weights. Point, like there was all body shapes you good. there. There was like, oh yeah. I mean, there was all was sorts amazing. of different body shapes, but to me, there's always the... been this long stigma of no, like, yeah, oh, it, if I well, do any weightlifting, I will be that sure. immediately. Yeah. Um, that, that, that whole fight though, like just from that moment on. So good. And when he, when they topple it and obviously the heartbreak she has for having to like, kill off a bunch of her own people i mean they want they would yeah. willingly sacrifice but yeah all her daughters and then just to have him jump back out of the ocean like nothing happened and be like fuck 
And then the the part that that got me was when he's filled with like six different arrows, oh. and then he just flexes, and they all just snap, snap off. off. I was like, they're fucked. They're so fucked. That's just <laughs> crazy. Can we give a little shout out to Steppenwolf's armor? That like to okay, the, the minute he came out and his suit went pip 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 pip. I was like, I want to wear that all the time. Okay. I, I'm really glad you bring this up, Caitlin, especially how experience you have around the cosplay community, too. Mm. And this is this is my point, and this is why I get so freaking triggered. Um, so many naysayers were like, it's stupid, it's so spiky. When they first, I was like, you haven't even what? seen it in action. Like, you think it's better than dopey Happy Meal-looking Steppenwolf over here? But, like, whatever. No. Um, and then but also, uh. to, to Josh's point, when... When the first stills came out of Themyscira for Justice League first came out, there was a cool promo shot of the of the Amazons, the, especially the 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 ones with the sledgehammers, taking pictures next to the Batmobile. That that got literally flagged as quote unquote toxic because Wait, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? So there was a promo still of the Amazons with the Batmobile for like when in 2017 or 2016 uh-huh. at this point. And when that image went out, and this is why I get so pissy at people at the internet, people were labeling that as toxic because they were like, women shouldn't be having their midriff shown like that. And why would you have buff women like that? Like there's more than different types of body types. And I'm like, yeah, we haven't seen these celebrated on screen To put it in context, so they put it in side by side with Patty Jenkins who have full body armor on covering like their entire torsos and stuff. And there was a discussion around. I, maybe maybe I saw something different than something super toxic. But there was a discussion around the male gaze versus the female gaze when it came to to the Amazons. That's what I had seen. To me, the irritating thing is like when people half use the male gaze, and it's the le- level of like it shouldn't be a level for me to operate where like I'm trying to sexualize the thing that I'm looking at, and I need to look at it like. And I, I've said this multiple times. Like the female gaze has not really been established in the film world because we haven't let it grow. And we live in a sadly patriarchal like film world where like the lenses and how we visualize how film should be made has been dominated by men. And so women haven't had a chance to be like, well, this is how it looks. And it's not even like the opposite of men. It's a different way completely. And to Mm -hmm. me, it's more of just like you get to see different versions and different variations. Mm -hmm. And it's not an upskirt shot or Gal Gadot's like booty like when she's meeting Ben Affleck. Um, And that like... And to me, it's like I've seen the comparisons and it's like, but no one gets mad at like another superhero female character getting gagged by a bunch of men while she's like strapped into the chair. And it's like there are so many ways that I can like break down of like there is just double standards and people not accepting like what is trying to be translated. The convo I saw was about costume designers. So we – I think we saw different stuff. Yeah. Like I can't – It was was the – that they had – they hired a female costume designer for – and Michael Wonder Wilkinson, and a, I yeah, think a male is, one yeah. for Justice League. Um, um, but yeah, he's he's we done saw all two the different po- very different posts. Yeah, and so my eyes roll out of the back of my head every time I hear like how like Zach is over sexualizing things. I'm like, oh my god, that was like very. There was nothing really in that film aside from Zeus that felt <laughs> over sexualized, but that's just my gaze. <laughs> I mean, also I guess Jason Moa too, right? Um, but um, uh, I do want to. I was not ta- gonna say it, but yes, <laughs> Josh, you want to say? Uh, I, I mean, two things that I really, really want to say. Another favorite part, but also because we were talking about Steppenwolf, just kind of the re, I guess the the reintroduction Redesign. of Steppenwolf. Uh, oh. It's just like 
It's or not just the form. design, but also him as a character. Like it's Zuko. In, in the Justice League, it was like he was kind of a petulant child. Whereas in this one, he is he's still kind of a child. He's trying to he's trying to Make impress Daddy, Daddy who is Dark Side, mm. <laughs> and he's trying to do his mission. But he's not just like annoying as it. And it's almost like giving character motivation <laughs> whoa. Huh. helps the audience connect to the story. And well, you feel there's a moment, there was a moment, maybe. at least for me, I almost felt bad for him. I felt bad when he didn't have the armor, and I was like, he's just a sad boy. He's just <laughs> so a when sad he, when man. When he's bowing and he, he yeah. has the armor. Takes off the helmet. But like when he's also pleading to Desaad and just like, please let me make a plea. I want to go home. And I was like, oh, he just wants to go home. Like... It's it's fucked up. He's destroying planets. But I was just like, oh, like it to me. It felt major Zuko vibes, major firebender oh. Zuko from Avatar of like, oh I my goodness, like I have up and then I want to go home. And the only way I have to, you know, like there's a funny meme on the Internet where like there's a group chat with all of them. And it's like Steppenwolf's only on planet 100. Like he has 49,000 more planets to go and he's already crying about it. And I was just like. Yeah, that must suck. <laughs> but like, and like, that's what later on, like, in, like, in, like, increases the stakes for him. Of like, I found the anti-life equation, and if I show this to Dark Side, I can go home. Like, I don't have to do another fifty thousand more worlds. I can go yeah, home. Yeah, he after found this the one. avatar, and if he takes the yeah. avatar back to Daddy, then he gets to go home and yes. be happy again. How much Josh I would love. is having a thing. <laughs> no, when they introduced the anti-life equation, I was like oh. deceased. Deceased anybody? Uh-huh. Deceased? So, so for those who don't know, the anti-life equation, um, and this is, again, for comic book fans, you won't bump into this when you're watching the film. For non, you're kind of like, okay, it's another MacGuffin. Um, so when you're watching, so anti-life is literally uh, something, it's an equation. Uh, Darkseid's a giant nerd. And the anti-life equation will allow him <laughs> to control all life. Like, it literally just takes over all the free will of all sentient beings. Um, and... Uh, what Josh is talking about, deceased, is that um, Darkseid uses it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it somehow gets translated into the internet. And so anyone with a piece of technology, if you hear it or you're Cell interacting phone, with it, Cell phone, anything, like, they turn into zombies, like, what we know and love with, like, Walking Dead-type zombies. Like, some but of the major heroes are zombies, and, That's I mean, terrifying. If, it, if it happened, like, this cyborg that we know from Zack Snyder's Justice League ends up being a huge part of that. Like, right, because technology. Because technology. But uh, another favorite part uh, for me is the, um, I'll say, like, the 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 battle of Darkseid. I'm just going to call oh, it that. When his, the his battle lesson. for Earth. History lesson. The, the history lesson. Um, and just seeing all of these things, like, seeing really more um, fruition of, like, the Green Lanterns and, like, Fucking Zeus mm. and Ares and almost just got seen, that ring. He's got oh. that ring. Um, well, you, no, no, no. you got Dark Side almost grabbed the ring. Yeah. Um you got Dave, the, David Thulis come back. I yeah. would love to see where that ring goes. Um, but also like this makes me laugh a little bit, but like so they've got the mother boxes. The the different societies have the mother box. And I love like Atlantis is like, this creature will encrust it in coral. Oh my and God. then and then the uh the um the Amazon the, the mascara like puts it in this son. thing, and man's like, I'm just gonna bury it in the woods. <laughs> I will say the the one for man, Take the little dirt on and top. Yet, which like, one was found last, Josh? <laughs> um, I will say it just the one, makes me laugh when they're like, huh? 
Eh? Humans for the win. This will work, right? Um, this will work. I will say, I will say though, the guys who uh, cast the one for man, the one in the very middle of the frame when they break open the casting is Ray Porter who plays Darkseid. So nice, oh, nice pretty dope. Yeah. That's why he looked familiar. Uh, yeah. Are we going to put it on a big pedestal with like a spotlight? It's that like, hey, come find this. Find the mother box? Like, we're going to put it in the woods and forget about it. Lighted signs that are like that yeah. blinking arrows, like mother box. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Coming we'll for a good have, time. We'll just have 200 Amazon always here. Yeah. 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 Breaks my heart. Um, more about the history lesson for you, Josh? Oh, no, no, no. I just, uh, I, it was just, it was also just a, a it was fantastic Lord of the Rings just vibes, to see. Right? Huh? Yeah. And Lord, that's the Lord of the Rings vibes that Josh uh, Tom talked about in the beginning. Yeah, Where we all like talked everything. About. Okay, so overarching, it's like everything fit. Everything fit. You gave me explanation that wasn't just like accept it. It was like here's some explanation. Yeah. Here's and here's a history lesson of like it, it wasn't just like exposition, exposition, exposition. It was just like. All right, kids, here's a story. But they, they, they showed us, and also, again, screen direction, Weta Workshop, you know, give them their flowers of, like, here are the bad guys. They come from the right. Here come the good guys. They come from the left. You know what side is going to win if one side beats the other person off the frame. And they're mm-hmm. framed in such a way where they're on those thir- sides of the thirds. And you're like, cool, geography matters. Like, it's not just like, let's just fight it in a circle and we don't know what's happening. Um, There's always, like, a level Anchor of, like, man. ground being, huh? I said, yeah, Anchorman. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, it's, it's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is like two towers is like the epitome of like great war scale fight yeah. because you know when the good sides are winning or the bad sides winning. So, um, Caitlin, any, anything else? Are you still blanking? Uh, I mean, I was I was a huge fan of um, like the original fight of, for the Mother Boxes. Um, having the, the Elantrin there, having like... The, the, the old fight, gods, yeah. the yeah, the history lesson part. Zeus and Aries. The eight the twelve pack Zeus. Thirsty Zeus. Twelve pack Zeus. <laughs> Thirsty <laughs> Zeus. Thirsty Zeus. Yeah. Thirsty Zeus. Zeus. No, it's just everyone it, it made me curious about that time too. And it was cool to have the like f- they were very powerful back then. They're just as powerful now, but it's a completely different um team i don't know i i like well, yeah. that more yeah yeah i mean um to me and that's also another world building thing where it's like you can literally do a prequel to this and be like the first league and then just yeah. do it where you get uh hippolyta and then zeus and all zeus, them and, and atlan and all being like atlan, we have to yeah. figure this out and then humans uh i will say i loved the bit the the finding out that the uh atlanteans and the amazonians oh. had Similar phrase. They say the exact same thing, and they're like, "Huh?" But also, hate like is different. Yeah, like uh, I, I loved. I love little moments that just kind of built to the lore. They have no effect on the movie whatsoever. Like in the in the in the grand scheme of things, but like just that that little moment where he's like, "Yeah, we," or did he say it? And she was like, "We say that too." Mm-hmm. Like, oh. No, she no, finished finish each other's yeah. sandwiches. That sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're like interesting. I just the little things like that and uh, made me made me very happy. Um, I also Yeah. Y'all, I screamed like a little 5-year-old child when Martian Manhunter oh. reveals himself as being uh, 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 uh yeah, Clark Kent's mom in that conversation like what? Wh- <laughs> 
What? The, the, what? And so, what okay, happened? I'm going to say this also for First of non, all, beautiful scene. Non-comic book fans, if you don't know. But also, regardless, Ooh, if you don't know myself. who Martian Manhunter is, it's still 10 times better scene than what we got with theatrical where... Martha is like, Clark always said, you know, I was like, what are you still working at the Daily Planet? It's like, yeah, you know, just keep working. It's like, Clark always said, you're the most thirstiest girl. It's yeah. like, come on, come First on. First of all, Clark would never say that. Um, oh, yeah. Caitlin doesn't know about that line. Yeah. So uh, uh, he told me about it. But okay, yeah, good. But like, so Martian Manhunter, John Jones, the last Martian uh, alive, Green Martian. Mm. Because mm. even they deal with a little bit of racism with white Martian and green Martians. Martian. So, like, yeah. telling that story could be dope. But also, it's kind of poignant, especially if you do know this thing. If you don't, it doesn't mean anything. Um, that he is also someone who is the last of his kind talking to someone about grief. And so, like, Martian Manor can read minds. And so, it's once you know that part, it's like, it makes sense why he would know what Martha would think. Or why he would know who Bruce's parents are at the very end. And so, like, that kind of plays in. It's like, I need more Harry Lennox as Martian Manhunter. Please. Please. I'm just doing this with my hands underneath the table, by the way. I'm like, (laughs) give it to me. (laughs) Give it to Um, me. Um, My very last, my very, very last um, favorite part is at the end. It's, It's like, I can only call this a correction. It's the scene with Lex Luker, Luker. Luther. That's a thing. Uh, Lex yeah. Luthor. And instead of saying, we need our own league, there's like, there's a, to me, there was like, um, when I saw that, it was like <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor had come to fruition where he was like, he was in my, me watching it of like, oh, this is the guy that, yeah, he's still a little crazy, but he's, he's a little bit control. more focused crazy. Yeah. And like, I was just, it was like, it was thankfully not like, how do I lead into a sequel by a line? We need mm-hmm. our own league. Like, okay. Sure. <laughs> um, he's like, and so I, I, I also, I, I also want to talk about uh, like, and so one thing we've, we've kind of missed or missed or we haven't missed, but we haven't talked about because we've just overwhelmed with so many new things because it's three hours worth of new things. Is um Wonder Woman's uh opening shot, opening sequence, yeah. and the part where yes. after she handles the terrorist, because the now terrorists make freaking sense before it was a robbery and it never made sense. Like, why would they still blow up if it's a rob anyways? Um yeah. is her having to do the superhero thing and making sure everyone's okay. And she's like, <sighs> oh, Are you okay? Yeah, little right. girl. And then uh. the little girl, I'm just saying like this, and this is I'm taking this from Kevin Smith. Out of all the things you take out, why take the part where a woman, a, a character who is a role model to children, you could be whatever you want. Why do you take, why would you, why would you take that out? There's a the, lot of questions of why they took stuff out. The, 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 the lesson of it is your duty as a person who is older, who has dealt with pain, who has who has faced the the, tr- the the trials and tribulations of the world and still finds it in their heart to do the right thing, telling a child to keep the hope alive. Like how do how do you how do you take that out? Um yeah. so that that's that's the thing. I don't I don't get it. Um also Zack Snyder cameo at the beginning with Lois Lane in the in the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, he's in the coffee shop. Um and he's uh, apparently what he's doing in that shot is drawing the scene. Oh, so um, but one thing that I said well, what was missing is uh, or we haven't talked about is Batman's development. Yeah, like th- just three key lines. I feel like is all 
like encapsulates like his development from Batman vs Superman. He was like Superman, alien, bad, kill. Um, and now it's like I've done a lot to tear us apart and divide us. And now it's I and I made a promise on his grave, which those key words. Batman makes promises on people's graves and like now yeah. his promise is not to his parents, but it's to Superman. And it's like, Oh my God, you're using within the lore. And again, elevating it and changing it into a new context in the real world. It's like the only reason he's Batman is because he made a promise on his parents' grave. And now the reason why he's becoming the leader of the justice league is because he made a promise on Superman's grave. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God. And so if there's that, and then promises only count at graves. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds but, legit. Uh, um, you know, but like that, and he's operating on faith. He's operating that. on faith and not us united. He's the one, like, he gets bullheaded of like, hey, we have to do this. Like, we have to, like, there is no us. Like, you see that Batman leadership of like, I have the plan. This is the only plan or else we all die. And like, that's what you get. That's what you want from the guy with no powers. It's like, how does this guy with no powers literally lead the team that literally can change the face of the earth in a second. And he's like, cause this is the, how we do it. This is like, it's not, that's not a win. That's us losing fat, sl- like slower. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like, so, and also, yeah, to Corey's point, faith, Alfred faith. And it's like, for the first time I'm operating on faith and not on superstition, paranoia, rage. And it's like, it shows out at the very end too, where he meets Martian Manhunter. And the first thing he yeah. says is like, can I help you? It's not, you know, I have to kill you. Like, Alfred, get the spear. You know, it's like, <laughs> more than it's like he's, uh, he's come such a long way. Yeah, I, I also, I mean, the, one of my favorite memes to come out of that was the someone put that scene where Alfred is still standing there and Batman's in the in the the chopper, the plane, going Faith, Alfred, Faith, uh, and they put Zack Snyder's <sighs> name over Alfred, and it said the DC fandom over Batman. He's like, how do you know they'll let me make it, Faith? Zach, faith, faith. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's so much there's so many good things. I mean, we haven't even talked about the the third act with the with the battle. And no, to me, first of all, the red sky being gone is so wonderful because you know what? Everything there was a red sky, Caitlin, in theatrical. In the theatrical, that whole at last Fuck. act was a bright red orange sky, and guess what? It sucked because all the explosions and lasers that the enemy's shooting are bright red and orange. So you're like, what? kind of you know what are contrasting colors blue and orange fucking use it man use that it's right there uh so it it just gave it this like i I felt like i could watch it and it wasn't a total overload of everything i could see what was going on uh they they restored a lot of the cool things from the trailers that were cut like uh little moments between like cyborg and and aquaman my man like that was back uh the the slow mo of throwing the spear through the two guys like they they restored a lot of wonderful wonderful stuff and like all of Flash's stuff is different like there was this whole subplot with a Russian family that he just had to run away and go which way is east I, I, oh one, yeah one meme I saw this was is like definitely we, east one meme I saw was we got Dostoevsky and then now we have father your your son was one of the best of the best. And yeah. I was like, oh, make your own future, make your own past, live in the now. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, again, just like the I'm going to send Caitlin the clips of the family just so that she can see what we would have had instead of Flash's moment at the end. Just because as a Flash fan, uh, I, I felt that meme from from Brooklyn Nine-Nine that like, vindication. Uh, he's useful. Uh, none of that. I've never been in a fight before. Bullshit. Like, yeah. so dumb. Um, so dumb. 
But also just the third act I felt like was such like it felt like it was a third act. It didn't feel like we got to wrap this up. Um, and it felt like we were in it. There was a story like Batman is on this suicide mission to to take down this tower and he doesn't care if he dies doing it. But yeah. what really matters is the team. And he's like, I brought matters. you all together. They, they mind. Yeah. He's just like, don't whatever you hear. Don't worry about it. Like, I brought you all together to finish this mission. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not the important one. And it's, it's putting those people, these metahumans that he never imagined would exist together and the, how the team comes and saves him. Like when he's about to like meet his untimely yeah. demise. And then also when they finally shoot towards that building, you get that splash of the, of all of them coming together and you see them all running. And like, it's like, Oh, Oh, we got taken, it. We got it's it like guys. Taken straight from a comic book. Like there was just yeah. like, boom. But like, it's, it's those things where it's like, it builds the team. And then also at the very end, after the fight, when they're on top of the, the dome and Superman is the one carrying Batman this time. You know, like in BVS, Batman had Superman on the ground and he's the one that picks him up. And now this time it's Superman picking him up. And what is he picking him up from? A fucking hole. What does Bruce Wayne fall into? A giant hole and sees bats. And so it's Superman's hope. Again, it's the embodiment of hope bringing him out of apathy, bringing him out of like the darkness and into the light amongst people. And it's Mm -hmm. like. And that's again where it's like those things that don't play out where you're like, yeah, cool, you'll dirty the frame up or you'll have these really cool parallax shots, but it's like they don't say anything. Like these shots say something about the characters and about their development, where they've grown. And it plays really well when you have the films talk about the the previous film in a way. So like this film recontextualizes the death of Superman and it shows like his death wakens the, the mother boxes. So. Yeah. I could go on and on, but I know on we on have on. Uh, plenty to we do. We got to keep day. moving. Yeah, so we got our favorite characters. Yes. How are we doing this, Tom? I don't. I don't know, man. This two. changes everything. Two. two, two, two characters, two favorite characters, two um, favorite characters, and then one apocalyptic. One, 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 one villain, one bad boy. Yeah. Okay. One, two, two, characters. and then a bad boy. Yeah. Um, okay, I got this. So Flash, Ooh. Oh, big surprise! Big surprise. Uh, because no, it, know, I think I didn't it is mention- a big surprise for me. Really, I feel like uh, I mean, it's obviously you have an exact opposite reaction of this film compared yeah, to Josh. I hated Flash in the first film. So uh, they just, you know, it, it it wasn't played as a neurotic, goofy, more Wally Westy character. They played him. He has his serious moments. He's just a kid. And that that shined through more than like, oh, he's quirky, he's edgy, he's all these things. You're like, Barry Allen is boring as fuck. Like he really, when he gets his job, he takes it seriously, he wants to freeze. Like, and you got those moments. You got you still had that that characteristic in this character. Is him, it my ideal flash? No. Him him getting the job at the dog shop is is very comic booky, I feel. Yeah. It's very like I start Monday. Like yeah, it's the Monday. hero who it's 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 the Peter Parker parable of like I can't really yeah. do my job because I'm too busy saving people, but I still need this job. Yeah, and it's you can see that these quirky little moments that he has is more defense than anything else because those when he does need to get serious, he drops it all. It's all you know. There's that oh, the scenes with his dad, guys. <sighs> fucking Billy Crudup. Uh, Billy Crudup. You know, oh my God, give him his flash. when when he when he's saying these things like don't come here anymore, and he's like don't ever say that to me again, please. Uh, heartbreaking, and then when he gets the job, and he's like, "My son, I taught him nothing he knows." The like, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was uh, anyway. 
I know. Corey. Flash was my was my favorite <laughs> um, in this movie. I want to add one thing with Flash though, like when he gets shot and he's just like, I just got the wind knocked out of me. It's all good. Like, oh yeah, that performance was like, oh shit. He, I feel like someone did punch him right before they said an action. They might have. <laughs> um, and like it was like also that sense of like you don't want to let your team know that you're badly wounded. And it's yeah. like, I might mess this up for the rest of the team. I need a second. Heal, Barry. <laughs> heal, heal. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting to see him super heal. On, I mean, <sighs> anyway, uh, and then Cyborg. Uh, 100% Cyborg is my is my second character in this. Uh, I loved everything. I can't, I can't understand why we lost out on so much of his story Uh from the first Justice League. This like, movie was supposed to be in 2017. Fuck you guys. Like, fuck you guys. This is amazing storytelling that you just decide. And there's shit they change. Like, Tom can attest to this. I don't know why they change. Snyder has a cut when he meets Diana that he flies in and lands. And in the fucking Justice League, they change it so he just walks into screen with a hoodie on. And you're like, what the, f- what, why, why? Because you just wanted it to be your fucking movie, you prick. Anyway, listen. Um, my favorite... What did you call him? Uh, uh, villain? Uh, Apocalyptin? Apocalyptin. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. 100%. Steppenwolf. Steppy. Look, uh, I, I think uh, Darkseid's dope. And getting to see like the, the, the what ifs with the laser eyes and stuff oh, like that. The Omega like, Beam. Same uh, shit. was so cool. But for me, it's, it's, I mean, you get to spend the most time with him, it's right? A character. So it makes sense. Steppenwolf. Uh, he gets the most development. You understand his motivations. He's legit terrifying. Like, I did not care at all for the first movie. Like, he was so vanilla. He was so his pale orc from has Hobbit. lightning like, on it. Yeah, he was pale orc from Hobbit, where you're just like, I don't really care. I feel nothing looking at this. Uh, but then this guy, like, legit scared me. Like, every time when he called off the parademons and was like, this one's mine. I was like, oh, shit. But then, of course, Wonder Woman. I belong to no one. I was mm. like, yes, yes. Uh, so those are my three. Uh, for me, of course, it's Superman. Uh, yeah, I will always have a soft spot. I don't know. For I don't Henry know why Cavill. anyone would think differently. What? That's what? <laughs> what? The hat? The what? shirt? The what? Um, Give that away. I mean, Henry. Like I said in Man of Steel, Henry Cavill is my Superman. I just every time he's on screen, and I think that they properly, like, they just like they gave the man, the being, his due in this. Like, they I did. remember watching Justice League and just going, like, you could have not included Superman in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it probably would have been the same. But this, they had, like, motivation for bringing him back to life. They they um, they used him. He had some emotion in there. He He had, yeah, he was at the last part of the movie, but he had purpose. And he had use. And it was... We got to see how strong he really is. Well, you felt the absence of him. Yeah. You got to, and that, that's why, like, I think there's a lot of people who are like, well, he was only in the end of the movie. I was like, you know how dumb it would feel if, like, he died and came back 20 minutes later? Like, you'd be like, well, yeah, we're done. Like, it's fine. And that's the thing where it's like, why would Batman need to assemble a team when there's Superman? Also, why would Superman need a team? He could handle it all by himself. And so, and also, it's, it's, it's a matter of, like, on-screen time. Like, and I, I hate to make this comparison, but when in Spider-Man 2, Peter Parker isn't Spider-Man. It's for like 40 minutes. And in Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield, he's not Spider-Man for like 10 minutes. And so you're like, you're going to end the movie. He's going to be Spider-Man again. We get it. And here it's like, it's three hours and then we don't get Superman. And then we mm-hmm. finally get Superman. Yeah. Um, I mean, copy paste with Cyborg. 
uh, I, it was so nice yeah, to get so much more <laughs> of that character and it, yeah, Corey already said it. it. It was just, it was so nice to just get so much and Ray Fisher just like a motivation, a understory, an understanding, a backstory of why yeah. he's conflicted and he's yeah. not just sad boy and the journey. Growth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, justice, the journey between just, his dad and and like accepting his dad, like an understanding in a sense. Um, and then baddies. Uh, I mean, I I probably have. It's because of comic books. Like I have a leaning towards dark side because I just in my mind I can't help but imagine uh, just the thing. Uh, we yeah. may never see it, but I'm just in my mind. I'm just like, he's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if if we were watching an X Men like an actual good X-Men movie and a good apocalypse show up oh. for only a moment, I would lose my mind even if it was like, well, he didn't do anything. I was like, you don't understand. No, you don't you, understand. the that presence of him is yeah. a big deal. It's like- No, no offense, Oscar yeah. Isaac. Mm-hmm. You're great, but that was, <laughs> that hurt my body to watch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that is me. Kaylin, you're me. You go. Okay, so number one- it's gonna be Batman for sure. Yeah, it is. Of course, yeah. it's Batman. Um, I wrote Batman next to your name. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, no, like, surprise. We have not had Batman grow this way. Batman has never been where like I'm assembling a team. I'm having to not strike fear in people, and you know, like we've never like. And that's the thing where it's like it's exploration. It's like on screen should not be uh in like uh disqualifying for exploration of characters. It shouldn't just be reserved for like, well, you could only change characters in Injustice and other universes. Like, why can't you do it on screen? Like, and that's where I start getting like a little irritated. It's like, is your imagination that small or are we just too risky? Like, that's what I have to start asking. It's like, do you not, I don't know what you want. Um, But yeah, so like he grows in such a way and like Ben Affleck just performs. Like he just is there and he, he, he gets to, you get to really actually be like, yeah, I want to see more of this. I want to see the Batman that's brought back into the light who is not the villain anymore. And I'm willing to see, I want to see what happens with that tank, that war machine. Um, you know, so I want to, and oh, yeah. Zach had said like he wanted to bring Carrie as the Robin replacement. And I'm like, I want to see that. We've never seen Carrie live action. No, sir. So um, oh that God. that's just me. But um, so Batman, um, Batman. Um, and then Cyborg. It's Cyborg. Uh, like, again, he's the heart of the film. He's the heart of the film. And also, when he says, fuck the world, I'm like, I, I feel that innately inside of me. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then and we'll fucking al- kill you. But, like, also when he's discovering his powers <laughs> and, like, he's flying for the first time and he smiles and it's just like, yeah, because when you learn how to fly, you smile. Like, that's, yeah. like, kind of this beautiful thing. Um, again, it's a you parallel. You see it, but I wrote Batman and Cyborg next to your name. <laughs> so. it, it's the parallel of 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 Kal-El's journey, and then when they're spreading apart the, the the mother boxes, and he says Superman, and then Superman comes in and helps. I was like, ah, oh! like, anyways, I'm just like, I want more of this team. Yeah, like, and it's like the That's it's like such a, a badass team, and like they, ah. Uh, it's it like, might happen. I, I'm just saying, it, it could be like Marvel Ultimate Alliance where Bat- Superman's shooting a beam and Cyborg's deflecting it off something, you know, just like how they did the power up. Anyway, so um, favorite villain. They're in the talks. They're in the talks, baby. Favorite villain, uh, just to be contrarian, I really like Desaad because <laughs> he's like a little bitch 
And he's like, I told my favorite you. thing, my favorite <laughs> thing is they said he's the kind of guy who would be a kid in school who reminds the teacher like, hey, we didn't get homework yet. Like, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut your whore mouth. I, I kill you. Nobody and, likes damn you. Damn it, Timmy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but like, also, I just You're love totally that. Right. Like the and Steppenwolf all have like eight fingers on each hand. Like it's creepy. You, oh, dude, rewatch it. And you I see when they saw I know. I mean, it's Steppenwolf, but. I didn't notice Desaad. Yeah, there, there's a pr- production still of Desaad, and like you see all his fingers. I'm like, oh, but more, more, please. So that's it, uh, Caitlin. Uh, for me, it was Diana. Mm. Uh, I love that her coworkers think she's boring. <laughs> um, I loved that. It was just like you have no idea how much is going on behind the scenes for her. She's just so powerful, and, and she- even when Steppenwolf is like. Oh, sucks you weren't there. You probably could have saved him. <laughs> but also, like being a smug jerk while he's fighting her, messing like, wow. her up. But also, she gets her little Tomb Raider action too. I'm like, oh my god. Anyway. Oh yeah, no, it was it was great. Uh, and then Alfred, <sighs> Alfred. Yeah. So I you mean, want a whole show, a mini series of Wonder Wonder Woman and Alfred? No, I just want Alfred. I really want billionaire Bruce Wayne to get kidnapped, and then Alfred to be like a. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like no, you just that's need what I want to uh, to infiltrate the Wayne Manor. That's what you. That's when you get that Alfred. Oh my like, god! I well, no, I would love it if there was like some reason he can't go full Batman on people, like oh, yeah. because like they're you know televising the whole thing, so he can't. He uh, can't. So Alfred would come in and be like, "There okay, have been it's Alfred of stories time. like that where Bruce Wayne gets kidnapped and then yeah. ba- and then Alfred has to dress up as Batman." And oh my he god! Doesn't, oh my he doesn't god. fit in the suit, so he'll stay in the silhouette. And they're like, "Thank you, Batman." And then it's oh, like, "Oh yeah, Alfred. I like, want that so bad." I'm Alfred's sorry. Not to use guns. What? Let's remember that. <laughs> yeah. Please We're send like, me these titles. <laughs> yeah. But but just just him being a like, he's the reason like Batman didn't die when Clark laser beamed him yeah. like because of those gauntlets. Like <sighs> he's just he's just great. He's like the silent MVP. So. <sighs> Okay. And then for my my evil, uh, my apocalyptian, um, Steppenwolf, mm. uh, mainly because it was like almost laughable at the end of like how powerful he's actually not, which tells you that there is a bigger fish and it's right on the other side of that little portal and you're all y'all lucky that closed. So yeah. it's that like was, it's crazy because he the decapitation too. Oh. I know. Hey, she went for the head. <laughs> which yeah. Okay, look. The strawberry jelly blood kind of got me a little bit, <laughs> but I for get sure. that they're like kind of dead creatures for the most part. So yeah, just you also have to remember they made this movie for not this these scenes. This oh CGI yeah, yeah, yeah. Like- I I totally know. It's just <laughs> that just made me giggle a little bit. Um. So now we'll move on to qualms. Um, yes. So Tom, how many qualms do you have? I think I have two. Okay, I want to start with you. Um, I would say that you're the most. I'm most curious about yours. <laughs> um, I would say, and these are not really qualms; they're more like if you wanted to nitpick. To me, I I want all of it. I'm like, give me all of this artist unfettered. Um, uh, there's a little, there's there's a lot of slow mo, and I think uh, that's definitely like why the runtime is like maybe not three hours long. But like to me, I liked it. Like it used it. Like every time there's slow mo, it's like this is a splash page. This is a shot in the like where you open up two pages and you see the entire book. Snicked. Yeah. Um, 
That's where it is. Um, and then uh, I think at the beginning with the the Icelandic singing, um, mm. to me, I understand that like someone whoever watches it who has Icelandic background and culture would be like, this is really cool because these people are famous singers or something like that. Then I'll be like, that's what's up for the culture. This is a global film. I get it. Um, for me, it was like, these are the, like the opening scene being slow-mo. And then that song was like, this is how the movie's going to be. There's going to be slow-mo of these amazing moments. And it's going to be beautiful. And there's going to be songs for almost every occasion um, to kind of tell you what's happening. And like, I understood the Icelandic was like more of like, to me, it was more of like a world building myth lore thing of like the man who comes on the King tide. And we sing kind of like you're praying to a deity in a, in a way. Um, I just felt like you could cut it at the first verse in my mind. Um, and that's it. That's, that's really my qualms. That's it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Who's Um, next? I'll go next. Um, hit us with it, Josh. Okay. I love that. He's in it. I do. I really love that. He is in it. Um, but we have to work under the assumption that there are no more movies after this. I know that this has sparked huge conversation for Zack Snyder returning, but right now it's not. I was just very upset that Mar- Marvin the Martian, <laughs> Martian, Man- Martian Manhunter was like in two scenes. And I was like, man, yeah, it builds for something so much grander. That it's like I could have used more. Steel, of, he's there the whole time. Huh? Yeah, Man of Steel, he's there the whole time. Yeah, he's um, there the whole time. But it's just like using the Martian manhunterness. Like I, it was just like I want. I want to throw a little trivia in there because uh, the end scene with Bruce Wayne was actually supposed to be two Green Lanterns, mm-hmm. and then um, I think he was going to bring Ryan Reynolds in. He was going to bring Ron Reynolds in, yes. but then the the leader or the main Green Lantern was going to be John Stewart. Um, and then Warner Brothers, even though this was like an announced Snyder cut, like we're not going to interfere, they were like, "Please, for the love of God, do not bring in a Green Lantern because we have our plans with it." And he's like, "They told me not to shoot anything, but of course I shot something." And he's like, yeah, <laughs> "And I'm like, yeah, fucking rock on, man." Um, and so he's like, "Yeah, then I'll just put him shot in man. his backyard." Yeah. So there you go, Josh. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I. Uh... I mean, I can't really think of anything. The slow mo for me. I mean, I'm a fucking. I'm basic. I love it. Like no, yeah, fucking I, a I, giant I, bullet, like yeah. flying through the air all slow. I'm like, yay, <laughs> that's cool. Um, I'm easy. I'm I'm easy. It was fun. Uh, slow motion decapitation of a giant monster. I'm cool with that. Um, Although going from slow mo Diana blocking to seeing her full speed block an automatic, yeah, was the juxtaposition there was. Wonderful. You don't you don't have to have a second one, Josh. That's totally fine. You don't have no. To. I, don't, I don't I don't really have one. It was just the Marvin. Mar- God, I keep wanting to say that Martian Man. Marvin the Martian. <laughs> Marvin, so the Mar- Marvin the Martian. Same Marvin umbrella. Mar- same umbrella. That's we that should be that. a movie. That should be yeah. the, that should be a, car- a comic um, book. Marvin the Martian. Yeah, I can't. Mar- you know, I watched it the second time to be more analytical, and I I I was just like. It didn't feel like a second four hours. I was just like, this is, wow. All right. <laughs> Caitlin or Corey next? Corey. Me? Mine are going to take a while. Do you have You some? go. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. It's hard for me to. Here's the butt uh, sandwich. I, the first time I watched it, I even tweeted, I was like, first time is purely for me. Second time I'm taking notes. Um, 
for me, I, I know I sound like a broken record on this, but man, I Jared Leto's Joker. It, it misses it, man. It misses the mark for me. I just, it is, it is, it is, uh, it to me, and maybe what, maybe it is, it just feels like he's, it feels like someone playing Joker and you're like, all right, man. Like trying we, too hard. Like, yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's not, not that it should be effortless, but it, it, there shouldn't, there shouldn't be, I shouldn't have that. I caught you acting moment and I feel notice. like I, I, I notice it's Jared Leto with in as Joker, whereas like even Ben Affleck as Batman, I'm like that's Bruce Wayne, that's Batman, that's you know that's Diana Prince, that's Wonder Woman. Um, so it just you know stuff with like the reach around line and stuff. I was just like uh, okay, although that that scene, I have nothing bad to say about the. Dialogue I will fucking in that kill scene. you. Oh my god, I got chills when he said that. I was like, oh okay. Choose your next words very carefully. That is that's, that's not uh, carefully. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I have nothing bad to say about the dialogue in that scene. It's just that uh, Jared, Lo- Jared Leto's Joker is just not my my cup of tea. That's all. That's a personal preference thing. Uh, the other thing was uh, that I couldn't get o- over was Amber Heard's British accent. Uh, first of all, it doesn't exist in any of the other Mara. Uh, appearances she's just yeah it's completely dropped in aquaman so i was like uh and it's bad it's a bad english accent and i i don't like to like bag on stuff like that but like if she doesn't have it in the other stuff i think it's just it just it it there's one part where she goes um bastards and i was like no no and it reminded me of have you seen have you guys watched friends at all you know the what's her name stifler's mom is on there and uh, she has a scene where she goes, I feel like a perfect arse. Mm. And it just, it sounded like that the whole time. It was just, I couldn't take it seriously. And I, I feel, I don't like bringing those kind of things up because it was someone trying something. It just, it's not a good English accent. I do like bloodbending though, I will say. Well, that was Yes, cool. that was dope. I'm not, nothing against yeah. the, her action scenes, but that it was like a couple different English accents all in one and it just, none of them landed. So can't wait to see, uh, the wired, uh, they do like the accents and all that stuff. And they talk about like what's happening orally and Boston. That's what she said. Uh, Boston. Kaylin. Like, ah. Um, for me, those title cards, Oh, like chapters. Parts. I hated that. I hated it. It completely took me out. Like for me, it was the moment a title card would pop up. I'm going to be like, they're going to say that line and I'm going to be waiting for it the whole time. Um, and my brain would immediately go, oh, it's bathroom or snack time, time to pause. Or I guess I'll wait till the next one, but then I'm expecting the next one. So for for me, it was, I don't want that. Like, And I know that this is a totally different way of doing things and I get that but for me it totally broke immersion for me because well, then the movie stopped the, the fun and then thing, it was a different movie the fun, the fun thing I think you have with that is um like I think a lot of people who like you're you were like you didn't have you went on the road right you were like I'm going into the experience and a lot of people were like trying to buy in like how do I watch through a four hour film because if they're not like quote unquote diehard fans they're like but th- I think a lot of people like the fact that it was broken up but then for you you're like you're totally down to clown for four hours you know you're yeah, like the rings whether it's whether it's good or bad us. like someone made a four-hour thing and we're gonna <laughs> just, watch it i like the thought of well i'm down to clown 
with <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. See, I would rather find like an emotional endpoint, like a period of a scenario, and hit pause on my own volition. Not you telling me, okay, this is your potty break. Like, I don't want that in a movie. I want it to be the whole story. I can choose it to pause it, just like in a video game. You can hit pause whenever you feel like it. You, you can still come can back to that moment. It. That's the fun part. Well, right, I want to say, Kaylin, Kaylin, please preach because there's a lot of people in the world who are just like, oh, I don't know where it's like, Jesus Christ, you're an adult. Press pause. <laughs> right. And this is personal preference. No, too. Yeah, no. Some people are probably like, no, it was really great. And I'm glad that there was like a, I knew that I had a second to whatever, but I'm like, eh, I would rather pause myself. <laughs> and no. I also don't want to expect a line. Um, sure. I don't want to expect uh, the whole arc. I want to experience the arc. I don't want you to tell me what it is. I want to know. I want to learn on my own. Um, and then my I other thing that. was um, th- a couple things were just kind of like wrote a little too close into the like cheese, cheesiness for me. Um, like charcuterie? The, 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 <laughs> the main thing that I'm thinking of is like, um, Aquaman pops out of the the harbor. I actually liked the whole like underground. They're like, oh my gosh, we're under the harbor, blah. And then the water starts coming in. But then he's like having a hard time keeping this one little pipe of water from overfilling when he's like Mr. Ocean Man who can do so much stuff. And I'm like, this can't be that hard for you. You wrote a Kraken once. Like, this is before come on. Aquaman. I know, I know, but <laughs> I was it's like, still like. It's still, he's been in that aquatic world and space for long enough that surely just holding back some like pouring water. The whole can't ocean be the worst is thing. coming down well, upon him. Uh, not, yeah. uh, I will say this this is again his first time donning that armor, getting his mother's trident. And so, like, we saw Mara at full control of her powers. So, that's my, my only thing of like, I could see where you'd be like, well, it's a disconnect because, like, you would think he'd know how to use this trident before he goes in the battle, but, you know, tit for tat. Yeah, I mean, not the trident stuff. I just mean, like, being able to hold back water in a pipe. Like, yeah, that's what he's that doing was, with the trident. Was it? Yeah, he's yeah. using the trident to hold it down. He doesn't have, like, like actual water powers. Water bending. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Then I want Even him then, to have water well, bending. Well, no. I mean, I think no. There, there about, were a couple yeah. other moments as well, like yeah. that. Yeah. Where I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, didn't ruin anything for me. It was just kind of like I caught myself like hitching for a moment to be like feeling mm-hmm. as if the plot was happening and not the extent of the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Wonder um, Woman could probably beat Steppenwolf. Yeah. For yeah, for him to be that, like, that, okay, you probably yeah, could have taken care of this, and then she's like, "Oh no, my guilt for a one whole second has distracted me enough." It's like mm, she's like super warrior Amazon woman, and yes, she has emotions, but also she would know that he's like playing her, and wouldn't give a, a single care about his words he has to say. So it just like for all of these women to be like, "We have no fear," and she's like, "I have one fear." That's what happens in the world of man, Caitlin. If F's you up. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. she didn't know that her sisters had died. That was the first she was hearing about it. Maybe that's saying that we should all just go to Themyscira and all of our souls would be reborn because that's a better place in the world. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I'm that was my that was my workaround for that. I was like, no. she didn't know it. No, it, it, I think it's valid. Yeah, I think if all you start, but then that's the died. thing you start noticing. You're like, I think those things could have happened X, Y, and Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so she also hasn't they're, been they're, back they're like to Themyscira. Tiny. In what, like 
long like time. hundreds of years or something like that. No, this uh, in the no, canon, no, 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 I think one. it's like 80, 90 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, so there were just there were little nitpicky moments. Little they didn't like ruin anything yeah, yeah. for me, but it was just like um, it's a little more ratings. This way. Yeah. They're ratings playing nitpickies um, this is your film and I think that you should go first <laughs> yep. of course you made this film <laughs> yep, yeah that's yep. true I have Look the associate shirt. producer shirt y'all you yes, do it. I paid for it with my good old money um, me and my buddy Zach I wonder what this is a five this is a full five yeah, for me of course it is um, yeah. I was actually really hedging on like is it 100% perfect could it be shortened down are there things that I could take in and out sure but to me, it's like also looking at the scale and the ideology of what this film is like we had Avengers like this was the first time any superhero film had done this. Right. And I feel weird to say this, but it's like I love the MCU and I love I was there for all the midnight showings for the first phase two, first one. I think all the first few three phases. But the thing with the DC heroes is like. I just put them on a different pedestal because Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are much more universally well-known. They are literally the superhero trinity. Like, not just the DC trinity, the superhero trinity. You don't get the MCU without Superman. Like, you don't get any of the characters from Marvel without Batman. And so, like, it's standing on shoulders and titans. And it's like, they should be loved, and they're deserving of praise in their own lights and respective. But this was the first time we ever got them all cinematically on the big screen. Like, and I can hope that we get that IMAX release once we all safely can go to theaters and we get mm-hmm. that after part four, here's an intermission and Tom Holkenborg score plays. And you go out for 10 minutes, you go potty, get some more salt on that on that popcorn, you go back inside, you know? Um, like I I could only dream for those things. Um and so this is a monumental thing again. And it's something like, it's not just like the film in itself. It's also like, this is the thing that we have all been asking for is like, not just like, well, we deserve to see a better story of these characters. We also deserve that someone who was dedicated for eight years of their life to tell these characters, their stories and to go into the DC archives and work with Jim Lee and work with all these people and take the slings and arrows of being called like someone who shoots rape, rape porn on video. I'm like, who, who does this? And, and to go through the slings. Also at the very end, the film dedicating to his daughter. Oh, like mm-hmm. I love yeah. what he said. It was like, if I was a potter, I would make this beautiful immaculate pot, but I'm a filmmaker. So I made this giant monstrous movie that I'm like, yes, that makes sense. Like that's yes, how sir, you, you honor did. your, your daughter. And, and so it, it, it adds so much more room for power and meaning and that stories or exist and they and they're wonderful, but also they could be so much more. So um, five for me, and that's that's solid. I wrote that down too. <laughs> so uh, Joshua, um, you're next. This is one of those movies that like. So I have a spreadsheet that I fill out for all of our episodes, and I have a rating thing, and I black it out. I, I created this when we used to be in studio, and just in case you guys looked over my shoulder, my rate my rating would be in a black box. That's mm-hmm. that's some big brain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I kept typing this number in there and deleting it like is it that is it is it nah it is it's a five mm. yeah, yeah it's just it like I like even like the Martian Manhunter the Marvin the Martian thing no I'm uh, <laughs> including Come a on. Looney Tunes character this is so weird no um, they've done it and before and it worked 
It totally yeah, worked. It totally worked. Um, and then Scooby Doo, that was weird. Uh, no, <laughs> I just like, I just enjoyed this back to front, and I couldn't wait to watch it again. Like I was trying to because it's a long movie. Like I made time for it on Thursday. Like I had it in my, I had it in the books for a long time. A second viewing was a little harder because you got to work and and do things and and shit. And no, so it was like I couldn't wait to watch it, and I was like calculating in my brain like how to watch it again and like how to watch it again. Like it was just. It was. I was like, "Can I do it while? Can I watch it while I'm doing this thing? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Like <laughs> it was just like, it was such a joy to watch, and it was such an experience. And it's it's like when I see people posting like negative opinions about it online, I'm like, "Who hurt you?" <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> no, I just like it, it's such an experience that I'm like. I, I couldn't find anything that just took me way out of it at all. I just enjoyed it so much. Caitlin, you're up. 4.7. 4. 4.7 4. for the Caitlin. This is this is nail biter for me because I don't know if I put my bets on the right on the right uh Oh really? The right, yeah. yeah. Corey's gonna Corey's gonna round us out. Am I? We're gonna see. What do you, do you, is, is you're just saying four, seven, moving on to Corey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was telling Tom, I have two scores for this movie. Um, I have a <laughs> subjective score and I have an objective score. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you what happened. I wrote these scores down after my first viewing and they haven't changed. Uh, then I watched it again and it seemed that my subjective score and my objective score became the same number. And that's a five. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, yeah. I knew it was coming. I, it was originally my subjective score was a four nine on, oh. my, on, my, on my first viewing. Uh, but then I watched it again. And I realized that the only things I could find were Mara's accent. <laughs> and possibly some of the Joker in a scene that I absolutely loved. And I figured, you know what? That's... Makes no sense to dock any points for those. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is a Herculean feat that this movie was even made. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, some of this five does go to the fact that I am so happy to see a few characters that I love dearly finally get fleshed out in a way that I, I love and respect that I haven't gotten before. But also the fact that we got to see before our eyes an artist complete their vision at the behest of his fans. So he didn't, he was, he let it go. There was a point where he had let it go and he was like, you know what? It is what it is. And then we got louder and louder and louder. And like, this isn't what not only were we, this isn't what we were promised, but this wasn't what he was promised either. Uh, so it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I do want to sh- throw in like quick random things of like, it was also made, finished in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and and that $70 million never went into his pocket to reshoot. It all went to Weta Workshop to finish the pre, to finish the original previs or the, the visual effects that like for Darkseid not being switched out for Steppenwolf and uh, shooting the nightmare sequence and then shooting with Martian Manhunter. Also, Ben Affleck in the last scene, sober Ben Affleck, he looks so wonderful. I'm like, I'm so glad yeah. that his health is in a good place um, Lois Lane being pregnant, like phenomenal. 
Uh, it yeah. tells that story. I'm like, cool. Now we get to see Dad Superman. Like, this is the evolution of the character um, on the big screen. Dad, also, also re. I thought, and again, like, there's a lot of things you can nitpick, like reusing shots from BVS and Man of Steel, like the shot of Clark on the ground with carrying Glow's yeah. dead body, and Darkseid putting his hand. That's from Man of Steel. Like Superman landing at the Nightmare saying That's from BVS. And so it's like. Wow, he took those scenes, but reinterpreted with those meanings of them, and like why we would fear. Like Batman now sees the eyes through that African, or was it African? Yeah, yeah, in Africa, the 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 the, the terrorist, and so it's like, yeah. it, it you know, like yeah, so it's like it, it like Corey said, it's Herculean that this even exists, like in a place where it's, it's mythological, and yeah, it's, it's. I do have some shout outs I have to do though. Oh, oh yeah. Too far Sorry, in, my bad. Because uh, we did have a couple people in the Nerd on Nation vote for Caitlin. Uh, so we have No uh, Santos, mm-hmm. good shout out, shout out, mm-hmm. shout out, shout out, and General G, who mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so shout out, got it right. You guessed that, Grant. You're the grass-fed guardian of Gatorade, <laughs> gluten-free guesser, grumper, guesser, gator, grumper. Congratulations. I, well done. Oh, Someday yes. I'm going to trademark that, and I'm going to send you guys the paperwork and just be like, done. TM. Well, then we have to get it right every time. That's, yeah, that's the hard true. part. That's true. Uh, Changes yeah. every show. Guys, we did it. Snyder I feel Cut. Like, it was here. I feel like uh, appropriate, the, uh, hashtag the Snyder Cut is released. Yes. Like... Uh, well, actually, now, now, now it's, it's hashtag return the Snyderverse. Restore yeah. the Snyderverse, yeah. Restore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> restore the Snyderverse. The hashtag restore the Snyderverse. I want Ryan Choi to have a movie. I want I want Cyborg to have a movie. Also, it just now makes so much Put more Cyborg back in Flash, you cowards. In my mind, I'm like, they have Keaton Batman coming in, they have Supergirl coming in, but also I'm like, I feel like you should just have Henry Cavill and 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 Cyborg in it. You don't need any Batman in the Flash movie. Like it'd be lovely, but I'd rather see a Batman Wonder Woman movie more. And or also the Jeff little Dean. hand thing on the mouse. I was like, Wonder Jeff Bat, Dean. Wonder Bat, please. Like, I, I shipped that, the thing. I ship that mm-hmm. shit so hard. But uh, Tom, if it's Flashpoint, we could get Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We can get all of them. We can have all of as, it. The, as they as literally Wayne. said in the movie, the multiverse exists. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, they, they, they're doing it. They're, they're doing it. So I'm, guys. We did it, guys. We made it. We did Zach it. Zack Snyder, congratulations, my friend. And that. Chef's kiss. That concludes our Zack Snyder's Justice League episode and also the road to the Snyder Cut that we have been working towards these past few weeks. Uh, Everybody at home, thank you so much for joining us for this this jaunty romp in the Snyderverse. This is a giant issue. Yeah, this is a giant thing. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching us if you are on YouTube. If you're not, check us out on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, If you are new to NerdOn, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Check out our website, nerdon.tv. No, it's just NerdOn. Not TV. That's our website. <laughs> but the backslashes are backslash Patreon, backslash Discord, backslash YouTube, backslash anything is going to get you something nerdon.tv. Um, do check us out. We do a lot of stuff. We put a lot of uh, heart and a lot of pride into the work that we do, a lot of hard work. And just like this film, we do it for you guys. We love you guys and appreciate you uh, every step of the way. Um, yeah, stop by, rate, and review us. Uh, join that NerdOn Nation. It does allow us to grow. In this, the NerdOn Nation has allowed us to upgrade our our content tenfold in the past year, and we've been working from home the whole time. So thank you so much uh, to the NerdOn Nation. Uh, head over to that Discord and continue the conversation. There's a movies channel. Let's do that. Uh, but yeah, that has been it. 
you know the drill. As always, nerd on. Ending broadcast.